Greetings, Body of Messiah. Mark Pooley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's Laws and Commandments. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. I pray your week was good, and I pray that you truly enjoy this Sabbath day which is upon us. We praise Yahweh for His creation of the Sabbath and for what he meant when he said to keep the sabbath day separated and what he meant concerning all his commands and promises concerning the sabbath so let's start off this morning going to mark chapter 2 and verse 27 and we're going to continue talking about the shabbat but what we're going to focus in on is we need to make sure that we are living according to the Torah and not according to the added oral commandments by the rabbis and things that they have said. And Yahshua vehemently opposed those added laws because the rabbis were deceiving people and were teaching people that they need to adhere to the added oral commandments as much as they listen and obey the Torah or Yahweh's instructions, Yahweh's laws and commandments. And that is not the case. We are to live according to the Torah. And like I said last time, the Pharisees and the rabbis came up with crazy ideas and crazy things that they called commandments. For example, you are not to eat without washing your hands. Even though that's wisdom, it's not in Torah. They also came up with that you shouldn't heal on the Shabbat that's not in Torah. Doing anything good on the Shabbat is in line with Torah. We talked about that. And here was a couple things that I just think is ridiculous. That <clears throat> you can't put toothpaste on your toothbrush and then put it in your mouth to brush your teeth. But you can put the toothpaste in your mouth and then put the toothbrush in your mouth. Void of toothpaste and then it's okay. You know, another one was uh, concerning the refrigerator, that they believe you're not supposed to use electricity, Judaism, um, the added laws by the Pharisees, the rabbis, believe you're not supposed to use electricity, but when you open the refrigerator, if you unscrew the light bulb, that makes it kosher. I mean, there is nothing in the Torah that says anything remotely to that. And there are many other things that they have come up with, like, you know, it's against the Torah to turn on a light, a light switch. You can't use heat. You can't use air conditioning. <clears throat> and that is just not the case. All right, in uh, <clears throat> Mark 2.27, this is our foundational scripture for this. It says, And he said unto them, this is Yahshua, the Sabbath was made for man. So, on the seventh day of creation, <clears throat> Yahweh created the seventh day for man, for rest. Remember in Hebrews 4, I believe it's 8 or 9. And, oh, here, let's just turn there real quick so we get the exact quote. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews the fourth chapter you know one of the things that I have come to see and recognize is that there are many Torah believers they are believing the added Pharisees commandments just as much as they believe the Torah and one of those is like concerning cooking because you know the the rabbis taught that you're not supposed to cook on the Sabbath. And 
they use a few scriptures for it, but it's not talking about cooking. And when I put some teachings on Facebook concerning this with other uh, brethren, and they're just awesome teachings, it's not talking about cooking, it's talking about gathering. You are not supposed to gather your provision on the Sabbath. It also said that, you know, it says, cook what you will cook, okay? on the sixth day but they cooked what they would cook on the sixth day but then they cooked on the seventh day what they needed on the seventh day you know when you read this with with a Torah Hebrew mindset instead of according to the traditions of the rabbis or according to Christianity you will see things in a different light but anyways, um, in Hebrews 4, in verse 11, it says, Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest. What is, what is he referring to, that rest? It's talking about the Sabbath rest. That's what heaven's about. That's also what the garden was about with Adam and Eve. They lived a lifestyle of rest. And you and I are called to live a lifestyle of rest. Also, in John 10.10, 10, Yeshua said that He came to give us life. And that life more in abundance. And those words in the Hebrew means a, you're going to have a life beyond your expectation. And what did Paul say? That Yahweh would do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think, according to the Ruach and according to the power that works within us. That's Ephesians 2.20. And so we see here that the Shabbat was created for rest. It was created for you to enjoy life. It was created for you to be delivered from the taskmasters of society and to deliver you out of slavery. Now, when the children of Israel left Egypt and the Shabbat was instituted and they began to learn about the Shabbat, they were so used to being slaves they were so used to, quote-unquote, working for the man. They were so used to being under a taskmaster. And Yahweh delivered them. Yahweh delivered them into the spirit of the Sabbath or into rest. He delivered them into a type of the Garden of Eden. Eden. And when Adam and Eve lived in the garden, everything they needed was provided. They didn't have to go out and work. They didn't need an occupation. They didn't need employment. All they needed to do was trust in Yahweh and rest in Yahweh. And all they had at that time was one commandment. Do not eat of the tree in the midst of the garden. And if they would have obeyed that commandment, we would not be in the place where the earth is cursed and where sin is running rampant. And we, as set-apart believers, are having to deal with it everywhere we go because it's all around us. So it says here, And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was created for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Now, the rabbis added all kinds of laws and commandments to restrict you, to put a heavy burden on you, and all these do's and don'ts that you're not supposed to do and things you're allowed to do on the Sabbath, they restrict you. And see, Yeshua 
Yahshua in Colossians 2 said that he nailed them to the tree. Now, he didn't nail Yahweh's laws and commandments and put an end to it. That's clear. But he nailed the effects of our sin, our sin, our sickness, our diseases, our curses, as well as he nailed the oral commandments of the rabbis in which they were trying to be a taskmaster, a slave owner over the people of Israel, trying to restrict them with many types of laws that they instituted and deceived people into believing and thinking that these were as important and so they called as the Torah they called them the oral Torah there is no oral Torah it's either Yahweh's laws and commandments or it's man's added when Yahweh said not to add or take away to his word to his instructions to his laws and commandments to his Torah and so part of this teaching is that we need to realize if we are coming under the rabbi's oral added laws and commandments and it will bind you it will restrict you it will stop you from enjoying the abundant life the sabbath rest lifestyle the um, life that yeshua came to give you that is beyond what you could ask or think for you to have so much peace shalom in this wicked world in which we live in so it says here that the sabbath was made for man and not man for the sabbath you're not supposed to be serving the sabbath as an idol now as i've been in torah for a number of years now things that i see that other people put on facebook and youtube it's almost like they're making the sabbath an idol and you know we have to be very careful in that and we have to seek yahweh for his discernment as well as his wisdom on, on how to discern if what people are teaching is the Torah and what you understand as the Torah is the Torah or have you gotten caught up in and caught up under some of the things that the rabbis added and they called them the oral commandments. We've been loose from them, from those oral commandments, because they're not of Torah, they're not of Yahweh, and they've been nailed to the stake. Yahshua took them and removed them out of our lives, and that he reinstituted the original Torah, except for animal sacrifices and a few other things. He reinstituted or he renewed the covenant that he originally established with Israel based on you obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. And how we can know this, that the original renewed covenant of Torah that Yahweh gave Moshe and that he delivered to the people and that the prophets taught all the way down the line, Yeshua taught it, the Apostle Paul taught it, is when you read the book of Acts, you see that the renewed covenant was still in effect. They still kept the Sabbath days. They still kept the feasts to the best of their ability. They still obeyed Yahweh's laws and commandments. They kept His name set apart. They did not use a false name like J-E-S-U-S, L-O-R-D, or G-O-D. Those were all added by the translators. In the original language, his name was Yeshua and Yahweh. And so they kept all those things. And they began to heal people and deliver people and set the captives free. 
And see, liberty, Yeshua said, if the Son sets you free, then you are free indeed. So when you are born from above, and you begin to live according to Yahweh's laws and commandments, you begin to know the truth, and then the truth sets you free. So if you are not experiencing liberty, then there's a good chance that at some point in your Torah-observant growth, you might have tapped into or heard some things that are the rabbi's oral commandments that you, you accepted as the Torah. Now, realize this, that the enemy will always use a scripture, or two, or three even, and twist them around. And see, in many of us, you know, we believe certain things, and then we realize later on, as we continue being taught, and continued studying the Torah, that this is not what Yahweh was trying to communicate. Or this is not what this meant when you begin to learn to read things in context and understand the culture, so on and so forth. And so, Yeshua said here that the Sabbath was made for man and not, the man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is master also of the Sabbath. Now, Let's look real quickly in Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7. And um, starting in verse 1, and I'm going to try to go as quick as possible because to, to get this full idea over, we need to see the Scriptures. In Verse 1 of Mark 7, And then came together unto him the Pharisees and the scribes, or the rabbis, which came from Jerusalem. And when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled hands, that is to say, with unwashed hands, they found fault. Right there, they're, they're establishing and trying to teach people that washing their hands is of Torah and is not of Torah. Now, it's, it's smart to not eat food with unwashed hands or with germ-infested hands. But they were trying to communicate and get people to believe that unwashed hands is in line with Torah. That's an added commandment. That's not in line with Torah. Now, the other thing, the other thing that you need to understand about a Pharisaical spirit a, the rabbi-type, scribe, Pharisee spirit is that, you know, and I've seen this time and time again when I've shared a teaching and or, you know, whether it's via YouTube or Facebook or whatever, that out of the whole teaching, they'll find one thing that I might, not, I might have used maybe the wrong word or said something that... Um, they didn't agree with, and they, they would begin finding fault with my teaching. And sometimes, and this is the case in many times, it was nothing that I even talked about. And their response was something that had nothing to do with whatever I talked about. So what does that tell me? They have a pharisaical spirit. They're more caught up under the taskmaster of Judaism, the traditions of man of Judaism, then they're caught up in the body of Messiah or his Torah. And they're looking to find fault. They're looking to criticize. They're looking to condemn. They're looking to judge. Now, when I read something by somebody, and they may use the word L-O-R-D in it or J-S-U-S in it or G-O-D in it, I try to find the main point of what they're trying to communicate. And if that is in line with Torah, I don't go criticizing and slamming them. Maybe they, don't, they haven't come to the understanding of the name or they, they might not have come to the full understanding of this, that, or the other thing. I just I try to edify them. 
I try to build them up. I try to encourage them. Or I just don't say nothing. I just receive, you know, something in that communication from the scriptures that would build up my inner man. I remember when we were in Christianity, one of our favorite ministers that we were under was Kenneth Hagin. And Kenneth Hagin used to teach, eat the, eat the hay and spit out the sticks. And so that's what I, I try to do. I eat the word and I try to spit out anything that might not be in line with it. And I also don't try to condemn somebody. Now, there are some things that we need to teach a lot, like, you know, what's pagan, what's not pagan, pagan holidays. And coming up the next few months, we're going to be dealing with a lot of that stuff. And people need to understand you can't serve the Messiah and be involved in paganism. And that may sound harsh, but it's, it's the truth. You're either for Yeshua, he said, or you're against him. There's no, there's no mixture. All right. So it says here that they found fault. And you may be going under and you may have, you may be someone with a pharisaical spirit. You need to renounce it and repent of it and stop it. You may be someone that has had uh, this pharisaical spirit attack you. And so you've given up on listening to other Torah ministries because people have been so mean spirited. And I encourage you, don't let the enemy rob you of Yahweh's laws and commandments, of walking in fellowship with him. You need more than just yourself. You need more than just the Ruach within you. You need, you know, the scripture says that man was not created to be alone. So he gave him a helpmate. And that's your husband or wife, obviously. But also, that can apply, he did not create you to be a lone ranger. You need other members of the body of Messiah, even if it's just a handful of them, to minister to you, to fellowship with, to keep you in check. You know, other people have said many things on Facebook that has been good. You know, and I receive it. I receive it. They may root for the wrong football team. No, just playing around. <laughs> I always got to joke around. Anyways, verse 3. It says, for the Pharisees and, and all the Jews, except they wash their hands often, eat not holding the tradition of elders. The tradition of elders. So they were holding on to the tradition of elders. And when they came from the market, except they washed, they eat not. And many other things there be which they have received to hold as the washing of cups and pots, and brazen vessels, and tables. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Yeshua, why walk not according to the, why, why walk not, excuse me, thy disciples, according to the traditions of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? And he answered, Yeshua answered and said unto them, Well has Isaiah prophesied of you, Hypocrites. As it is written, this people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they, do they worship me. He said they're worshiping him in vain. And many people are worshiping Yahweh and Yeshua in vain. How? Teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. One in Christianity is that the Sabbath was changed from the seventh day to the first day. Eh, wrong. That's a doctrine of man. And it says that you're worshiping him in vain or it's going to produce no fruit. Then he says, because they lay aside the commandments of Elohim. You hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots, cups, and many other such things you do. And he said unto them, Full well you reject the commandment of Elohim, that you may keep your own commandments, your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso curseth father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, 
it is Corban, that is to say, a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. And you suffer him no more to do aught for his father or mother. Or in other words, you say, because of this, I don't need to help my mother and father. He said that you made the word of Elohim of no effect through your own tradition. See, the rabbis added a tradition, a commandment, a oral law, if you would, which nullified, which when they accepted it, they stopped living according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. And that's when he said, you make the word of Elohim to no effect through your tradition. And many such things, and many such like things do you. And when he called all the people, he said unto them, Listen unto me, every one of you, and understand. And so you can continue reading this. You can read Matthew 12. It's all about the same, same thing. Matthew 23 and Matthew 23, where it says, Woe is to you, Pharisees and scribes and hypocrites and teachers. You know, you make disciples worse than you, child of the devil, so on and so forth. <clears throat> that word woe means cursed. So he's literally saying, cursed are you who teach these man-made laws and commandments as the commandments of Yahweh. And so we see here, Yeshua was continually dealing with these man-made laws and commandments. He was continually dealing with the Pharisees that were finding fault with him and with the things that he either did or didn't do that in their eyes didn't line up with Torah. In their eyes didn't line up with the laws and commandments. In their eyes didn't line up with their understanding, the Pharisees' understanding, the, the critical people's understanding, the Sadducees' understanding of the Torah. And because they didn't line up with, just like people today, just because something you share doesn't line up with their pharisaical mindset, they condemn you. They attack you. And see, we need to make sure that we are discerning Yahweh's Torah correctly. That we are living according to Yahweh's Torah correctly. And we need the Ruach to do this. We need Yahweh's Spirit to do this. To continue studying the Torah. Continue studying Yahweh's laws and commandments and His instructions. And to read the Renewed Testament, the Renewed Covenant, according to the original covenant. Because everything Paul and Peter and James and all the boys taught, they taught through the foundation of the Torah, through the foundation of Yahweh's laws and commandments. And so we need to be discerning. We need to teach the same way. Paul said to Timothy, study to show yourself approved. He also said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word or the Torah or Yahweh's instructions. There was no book of Revelation, the Gospels. There was no book of James and Peter and John at the time. All that they had for the word was the Torah, the prophets and the Psalms. And when he said that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, he's talking about as you listen to the Torah, as you listen to the prophets. As you listen to the Psalms, faith for the Torah will come. Faith for the Torah will come. You see in the book of Acts that when new disciples came to Yeshua and believed in Yeshua, the first thing they did, they gave him four principles to live by out of Acts 15. And then they went into the, the, the synagogue and they began to learn the Torah. They began to learn the Torah, and as they learned the Torah, they began to learn all the, under, all the other things. Most people, 
misunderstand Acts 15 thinking that those four principles are the only thing that they needed to learn. No, they're just the beginning process. It was like me, the first when we first came to Torah, we, we saw about idols. Then we saw about the Sabbath. And then as we began to read about the feast days, we had no clue what they were. We just received them because the Word said they were forever. We still don't know all there is to know about anything. But we just keep receiving it. We keep, when we see it in the Scripture, we accept it, whether we like it or not, whether we fully understand it or not, or whatever. We begin to appropriate it by faith and to begin to live accordingly. All right. Living according to Yahweh's Torah without coming under man-made Jewish traditions that the rabbis added to Torah is what we are called to do. And one of the things that came to me some weeks ago is this understanding, and that is, are we living according to Torah? Or are we trying to copy Judaism? Or are we trying to look like and act like a person of Judaism? And we're not called to do that. Because there are many things in Judaism that are man-made traditions, that are of the oral commandments. And see, and we need to make sure we are not coming under, under it because they are Jewish. All right. It says, This takes careful discernment and wisdom by the power of Yahweh's Spirit. We are grafted into Israel. Understand that when we're born from above and into Yahweh's laws and commandments. Not, I, ex, I emphasize not into Judaism, not into the rabbi's oral laws and commandments that Yahshua done away with and nailed to the stake and exposed as wrong. Like when we, when you read um, Mark chapter 2, when you read Matthew 12, when you read Matthew 23, and when you read all about a pharisaical Sadducee spirit, then you will see that Yeshua was exposing all their false teaching. He was exposing at least certain principles to get them to be set apart from them and to come back to living according to Yahweh's laws and commandments, living according to the Torah, and obeying only what Yahweh commanded, not what was added to the Torah by the Pharisees. And again, <clears throat> you always can tell someone that's of a Pharisee um, mindset. They are critical. They are mean-spirited. They are attacking. They, they are not loving. They are not encouraging. They are not edifying you. They are not teaching you in the spirit of meekness. They are not offering grace. They're blasting you. And you need to come out from among that. If, if you are part of groups on Facebook that are like that, just delete it. There are other good groups. If you're uh, friends with people like that on Facebook, block them. Delete it. You don't need to deal with those issues. All right. We are to obey Yahweh's commandments and instructions. The Hebrew roots messianic is not about looking and acting according to the rabbi's oral added traditions that are not in Torah, like we read in Mark. We are to be like Yeshua in spirit and in truth and in power. Now here's something else that I want to talk about before we close. The rabbis, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, turned the Shabbat into something Yahweh never 
intended. And that is a bunch of laws of bondage like no electricity on the Shabbat, no air conditioning on the Shabbat, no excruciation, no physical type of energy. I misspelled that. <laughs> Uh, I, I put on my thing here, no excursion. Well, that's not, not what it means. I have to correct it. No type of physical energy. You Like, you can't put toothpaste on a toothbrush and brush your teeth. You have to first put the toothpaste in your mouth and then brush, brush your teeth. You know, those are just some ridiculous laws. You know, they they taught you have to wash your hands before eating like it was part of Torah. And it it and it it isn't. It wasn't. None of these, and these are just a handful. I mean, there are so many. There are, I think around two thousand laws added Torah added to Torah by the Pharisees. There's only six hundred and thirteen originally, and some of them don't apply like some of them are for women, so they don't apply to me. And the things that are for a man don't apply to to women, so on and so forth. So, and some things like animal sacrifices right now, you know, we don't, it doesn't apply to us. Going to a physical temple doesn't apply to us. We don't worship a temple. Yeshua is greater than a temple. And Yeshua lives within us and we are the temple of Yahweh's spirit. All right. So none of these commandments are in Torah. The rabbis added them and many more. Yeshua called them the commandments of men that nullify Yahweh's laws and commandments. The Sabbath is a day of rest. A day like Adam had in the garden. A day of peace. A day of just enjoying life separated from all of this world's system. A day to rejoice that you no longer are a slave to bondage and sin. You can resist it, you can come against it, and be loose from it. You are no longer serving a wicked taskmaster like Pharaoh. And see, and if those added rabbis, added laws and commandments are a taskmaster, you can see that those that Pharaoh, uh, rabbi, um, Pharisaical spirit that were in those Pharisees and Sadducees that were finding fault with Yeshua, they were trying to be a taskmaster over him, trying to hold him in bondage, trying to deceive to the people what was not of Torah, and they were, he was trying to deceive them to keep continuing in their added laws and commandments that were not of Torah because Yeshua was there and the enemy knew that he was about to bring them down. It is a day to rejoice. It is a day um, of keeping yourself separated, keeping yourself separated unto Yahweh, to worship Him, to praise Him. But, you know, this isn't something we just wait to do on the Shabbat. And so the Shabbat is really about liberty, not liberty to break Yahweh's laws and commandments, not liberty to go out and, and you know, go shopping and do things that is very clear in Scripture that we are not to do. But it's about liberty to rest and enjoy life. You know, play with your kids. You know, do a Bible study with your, with your family. Love your family. Visit your family and friends. Socialize together. Um, have a cookout. Um, get together. You know, spiritual things as well as enjoying life. To, 
But the Pharisees made themselves wicked taskmasters, criticizing, judging, and condemning others who do not live according to their added laws and commandments. They deceived people into believing they were Yahweh's laws and commandments, but they weren't. So Yahweh sent Yeshua and removed those added man-made laws and nailed them to the stake and reinstituted Yahweh's laws and commandments. Not, I say not, Judaism. We can see this as the renewed covenant believers in the book of Acts continued in Torah and in true instructions like the Sabbath, the feast days coming out of idolatry and paganism. Let's make sure, and this is the whole key to this teaching, let's make sure we are Torah observant, not Judaism observant, or even pagan Christianity observant. There truly is a difference, and we need to know the difference. We need to understand the difference. And we need to be set apart from anything that is of Judaism, that is not of Torah, <clears throat> or Christianity, that is not in line with Yahweh's laws and commandments. I mean, there are good things that I learned in Christianity, but the roots, the foundation of it, is paganism. <clears throat> Excuse me. Many are embracing things that are not of Yahweh's Torah, calling it Yahweh's instructions or Torah. And when you do that, when you teach things that you think is Yahweh's instructions, and it isn't, you're going to go down the wrong path. You're going to be deceived and fooled into believing something that is not of Torah. Now, it's not always easy to go against the, the grain. It's not always easy to swim upstream. It's a lot easier to swim downstream. It, it's not easy when you get caught in the ocean in a rib current. It's hard to, to, you have to know how to swim out of that. You don't fight the rib current. You go with it till you get to a point where it ends and then you swim out of it. In the same way, it's not easy to continue obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments and rejecting man-made commandments, man-made churches, man-made Sabbaths, man-made holidays. Really, they're not really man-made, they're demonic-made, they're demonic-inspired. They're after and they will have the roots in paganism. All right, there truly is a difference. Make sure what we believe is of Yahweh's instructions. Some visitors are leaving Florida. Make sure what we believe is of Yahweh's instructions and, and now here's a key thing. Not everything we believe, we can be guaranteed, is 100% pure Yahweh's instructions. Because we're man. We're, we're, we're human. We, we see something, we go for it, then we realize that, oops, I was wrong in that. So be open, be flexible, be pliable. Let Yahweh be able to mold you. Mold you. Don't be so rigid that you think everything you believe is perfect truth. Line everything up with the Torah, with Yahweh's laws and commandments. If it doesn't come from that foundation, then you need to rethink it. Make sure what we believe is of Yahweh's instructions, and if it is liberty, and if it is, liberty and life will be the result. So if you are enjoying a fullness of liberty, and life that is beyond expectation, then you're probably experiencing and you're living according to Torah in abundance. But if you have a lot of bondage, if you have and you keep you know, having issues, oppression and witchcraft and depression, going into idolatry, drunkenness, uh, 
you know, recreational drug usage, so on and so forth, then you need to really think about it. If you're, if you're believing that the Sabbath was changed, you definitely need to reconsider that matter according to the Scriptures, not according to Christianity's tradition or Catholicism's tradition. Yahshua came, John 10.10, 10, to give us life, and that life in abundance, beyond what we could expect. There are Yahweh's laws and commandments, and there are false added rabbis, Pharisees, laws that are not of Yahweh. And you need to know the difference. We need to know the difference. We need to be discerning. We need to know what is of Yahweh and what is not, excuse me. And the reason, and we do this by the Ruach, by Yahweh's Spirit, and the reason is so that we don't get caught up under the rabbi's oral traditions, thinking that they're the commandments of Yahweh. And see, when we get caught up in, in all those added rabbi uh, laws and commandments, thinking they're Yahweh's Torah, eventually they're going to begin to suck the life right out of you. They're going to begin to restrict you. They're going to begin to make you feel like you're missing out on the full life that Yeshua came to give you. And so, you know, we need to continue learning Yahweh's Torah. And we need to grow in it under His grace and under His power. I'm trying to... Much discernment and wisdom is needed by Yahweh's Spirit so we don't get caught up under the Rabbi's oral added commandments and not truth in the grace and in the power of Yahweh's name. Yahweh has given us grace. He's opened the eyes of our understanding to be Torah observant. Just make sure that you are Torah observant, not Judaism observant or a mixture of the two, not Christianity observant and not a mixture in there as well, but pure 100% Torah. And you know, this will be a daily growth. You're never going to come to the fullness of all the truth. But we can keep growing. Peter said we need to grow in grace and in the knowledge of the truth. We need to grow in grace and in the knowledge of the truth. So I pray this gives you some things to think about, gives, causes you to look at, and as you begin to grow over this next season of your life, this is a year of jubilee and Yahweh's wanting us to be set free, to come out of slavery to man-made traditions that we think and we've been taught we're in line with Torah but aren't. Or that we've taught, been taught that they're in the Word, but they're more of a Greek pagan uh, theology instead of a Hebrew Torah uh, foundation. And so, as you just continue studying the Word, studying the Torah, repenting and renouncing of everything that He shows you, that is not of Torah. You know, the other, the other day um, we saw a picture from a Torah believer and th they had um, art in their house that is definitely contrary to Yahweh's laws and commandments and yet they, they are a Torah observant and either they just don't want to do it, get rid of those things, sentimental value, whatever, or 
they have failed to understand what is what Yahweh calls idolatry versus what man's traditions call idolatry. And there is a difference. So all of us have room for growth. All of us have erred in some way, shape, fashion, or form. That's why we keep studying, we keep believing, we keep receiving Yahweh's Spirit as He begins to reveal things to us, expose things to us, so that we can come further into Jubilee, into being set free from slavery, being set free from harsh taskmasters, and enjoying the fullness of life that Yeshua came to give us. So, I bless you this day in the power of Yahweh's name. I pray that you enjoy the rest of your Shabbat. I pray that you receive something from this, that, that you would understand something I said, something hit home, and that it would be revelation to you. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make His face shine upon you. Yahweh continually keep ministering His Torah to you as you continue to grow in His Torah by His grace, by His Spirit. If you'd like to connect with us, you can connect with us um, on our website, YahwehYahshuaAssembly.com. If you'd like to give to our ministry, you can do that there as well. If you would like to connect with us on Facebook, you can connect with Mark Pulley, or you can connect with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly page. So Yah bless you, Yah make His face shine upon you, Yah strengthen you, and Yah give you the grace to see if you are under uh, yokes of man-made traditions that you think are Yahweh's laws and commandments. Until next time, Yah bless you.